Nation, it's your boy John here today back with our conference championship of the NFL. It's between the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to Baltimore to play the Ravens. And I'm also going to do the Detroit Lions who are going to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. Two awesome conference championship games. It should be really, really good. I'm very excited to dive into these two games as well. What a season it has been. I can't believe that we've only got one more episode to go after this show. We're winding down. It's sad, but it's been a really, really good season for the show, kicking it off for the first year. Uh, but do not worry. If you're still needing more props, we can still give those to you. Sully's going to be doing more hockey props. He's doing his bus ride to uh, get $10 and take it a 100 times or something like that. I know Sully's all over it. And then... After the Super Bowl, so we'll have an episode in two weeks to do the Super Bowl preview, and then we're done with NFL for Prop Nation for until August, and we'll be back with the preseason props. But never fear, in between, a couple of weeks, a few weeks after the Super Bowl, I'm going to be bringing you footy props. The uh, footy season will start here in Australia, and that's going to be really exciting. I'm excited to do that as well. So that'll carry us through until forever. So basically, my time off recording will be for the next couple of weeks, and then that's it, and then it's just... Every week, boom, boom, boom for another year until until this time next year. But it's been awesome. Sully's not here today. Sully is sick and he just had his birthday gone by. Happy birthday, Sully. Hope you're feeling better. I couldn't leave you guys high and dry, though. So let's get into these two games. We're going to start with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs going to Baltimore. Ravens are fi- uh, favorite of minus four at the moment. I saw in one book. Minus four and a half as well. So uh, I think Patrick Mahomes has some like fantastic record uh, when covering the spread as an underdog. So I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued about that. And the over-under is 44 and a half. So there's definitely a world that exists there where the Chiefs are sitting pretty. And I wouldn't mind uh, taking the points there with the Chiefs. The weather, it's going to be nine degrees at kickoff. It's going to be cloudy. So um, no chance of rain though. So should be an awesome playoff game. Don't think there's going to be any snow either to worry about. Uh, injuries for the two teams. So for Kansas City, so Sky Moore's on IR. We won't see him again. Uh, Kadarius Tony, he's questionable to play. So if he doesn't play, that's a huge blow for the Ravens, as we like to joke. Ha, 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 ha. And uh, Willie Gay on the defense is questionable as well. So we might see him. We might not uh, for the Ravens, this is kind of interesting for the Ravens. So Marlon Humphrey and Rocky Sin are both questionable. Those are their two corners. So there could be a bit of success there um, if one of them can't go, maybe an MVS prop. I'm not actually looking his way. So, But uh, what else have we got here? And then oh, Sully reminded me as well. So Dalvin Cook is going to be playing in this game. He played in the last game, but you can't actually get any Dalvin Cook lines anywhere, which is really annoying. But that will impact... Uh, Justice Hill and Gus Edwards, I imagine, to an extent, because there is a Justice Hill prop that I do quite like once we dive into it. Let's start off with the Ravens' side of the ball. We'll talk about their season. How's their defense been? It has been a bit sort of hit and miss depending on the matchups. They've been able to stop some quarterbacks. They shut down CJ Stroud. He did not get hit over his 220 receiving prop last week. They were very good against Tour as well. We didn't see them uh, over the wildcard weekend in week 18, obviously. So they had a couple of weeks off. They also had their bye week in week 13 as well. So they've had a fair bit of rest lately, which is putting them in a good spot. Some teams though, so Purdy in that uh, last matchup, the last time we saw these guys, he went over his passing yards. 
Uh, Lawrence did, Stafford did. Um, so, but of course, those guys, we would expect that they would. And then a few running backs have been able to run on them a little bit. And this is where I quite like this Isaiah Pacheco prop that we'll probably see as well. And even Clyde Edwards Lair. I've seen some areas where you can get him at like seven or eight over rushing yards. I mean, it just takes one or two rushes for him to do that. So it's not a bad look ahead. The one that I've highlighted, though, is the wide receiver one matchup. I really like Rashi Rice in this spot. He's had some phenomenal games over the last however many weeks. We'll get to him in a second. But uh, I think this aligns well for him. I also think this uh, bodes really well for Travis Kelsey as well. Uh, A lot of tight ends have had success against the Ravens. So mark that one down. Travis Kelsey for his receiving props. We'll probably take a look at that as well, even though he himself has been a bit hit and miss. But this is it, man. I think both these teams are going to be going all out. We know the Ravens, they really, really want to win this game and go to the Super Bowl and silence a lot of uh, haters and doubters of Lamar Jackson. And then, of course, the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs. And I have, <laughs> I wonder if there's a sneaking suspicion that the NFL needs uh, the Taylor Swift Kansas City Chiefs to uh, win this game. We'll see. We'll see. For the Chiefs side of defense, They've been very good for the most part. Um, Legereus Sneed is having an insane season. He's pretty much been shutting down everybody in his path. Only Devontae Adams had success of recent memory since their bye week uh, and Jaden Daniels. But, of course, the GOAT Jaden Daniels is elite in Green Bay. Everyone else has had a really bad go at it. So, um, if anything, uh, Zay Flowers is probably looking in like an underspot, but he's got a low line. He's got 40 uh, uh, receiving yards. Pair that with Lamar Jackson's 210 passing yards. It's just not a spot that I want to hit up. However, I do quite like this Lamar Jackson rushing prop. It's very, very, very high and it makes me nervous, but we'll see what happens there. And then um, a few tight ends have also had success against the Chiefs as well as far as catches go. And Mark Andrews is back. He's going to be playing. He's active for this game. So that's going to be really exciting. Will they distribute it between Isaiah Likely and Mark Andrews? Not sure. We'll see how that goes um, come uh, Sunday, Monday morning. So let's jump into the quarterbacks that we like here. So on, I'll, I'll just say straight up now, uh, there's nothing for Patrick Mahomes that I personally like. He's been really hit and miss all season. He's been really, really up and down. Um, and there's just been absolutely no consistency. There's nothing I want to bet for him. Lamar Jackson is almost in a similar spot. There's been some weeks where you can get him at really low passing yards, like the 210 that we're getting at the moment. But this is where a stay away for the passing yards for Lamar in this spot. Uh, I don't see any value in it because the Chiefs have been shutting down uh, quarterbacks in that spot. The one that I like, so 67 and a half rushing yards. That's a lot. That's a lot of rushing yards, 10 and a half rushing attempts. I would probably go with the 67 rushing yards. Um, he did get over, I think he had 11 rushing attempts last week uh, against the Texans and he did run all over them. This could be a bit different, but I think in front of their home crowd, he's going to like, I'm, I'm interested in it. I'm looking that way. And then uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So as we mentioned, there's nothing there. His past attempts are 37 and a half. I don't love, love that. 24 and a half for completions of anything. I'm probably betting the under for that one. And uh, then as far as Lamar Jackson goes for completions, 19 and a half, not really looking that way. The 210 is like interesting or the one and a half passing touchdowns. That could actually be a point of interest. He's only hit that. He's only missed that 
uh, since, since their bye week in week 13 once, and that was week 15 where he did get the one. He's only had like one week since week four where he hasn't thrown any touchdowns at all. So that is interesting with the over-under at 44.5. Could be something there. Could be a heavy rushing game though. Speaking of rushing, let's get to these running backs. Uh, and I already spoke about Justice Hill. He is getting 33.5 rushing yards and I do like the look of that a little bit. He's gone over his rushing props every week since week 12, except for week 14. Mind you, they were fairly low and now they're starting to increase. And that in conjunction with Dalvin Cook coming into the game more could be a worry, but he has been playing well. So 33 and a half rushing yards, I do like. I'm not looking at anything Gus Edwards way though. So just keep that in mind, even though he has been fairly good. Like if you wanted to, he's getting um, over half a catch. So if you like Gus Edwards for one catch, he has done it plenty of times this year and he could probably do it again. Um, and as I mentioned, unfortunately, we don't have any Dalvin Cook props at this stage. So that's a bummer. I think there was a stat that I saw that he had uh, more rushing yards in that one game last week for the Ravens than he had in the entire season uh, in games played for the Jets. So, hey, there's a tale of two stories right there. Isaiah Pacheco, as I mentioned, 65 and a half rushing yards. I really, really like that prop. He's gone over that every week since week 11, except for week 16, where he just sort of in general had a down game. I actually think he might've even gotten injured in that game. And uh, he's been getting a lot of carries. There's only been two weeks in the entire season. Sorry, since three weeks in the entire season, two weeks since week two, where he hasn't gone over his rush attempts prop. It's been sitting around 11 and a half for the first half of the season. Uh, Vegas must've been getting killed. So they started to increase it. Even when it was up to 14 and a half, he's still hitting over those, except for that one game I just mentioned. So uh, this is a good spot. Cold weather, uh, Chiefs struggling to throw the ball. Good spot for Isaiah Pacheco. Um, I'm just looking at the Baltimore uh, run defense. Yeah, look, they they give it up as well. So that's one that I'm definitely looking at. Let's lock that one in, actually in right now. Isaiah Pacheco over 65 and a half. Rushing yards. Sully will be happy to hear that because... Uh, We've had a lot of back and forth over the years over Isaiah Pacheco, so we'll see how we go there. Oh, sorry, and just speaking of Dalvin Cook, Sully says that if you can find the lines of Cook over 14 and a half rushing yards, he'll take that. And if you can find Cook over seven and a half receiving yards, he'll take that as well. And a Dalvin Cook touchdown as well. Um, Look, I, I support you. I probably am not going to bet it myself, but uh, yeah, go for it, Sully. He... Um, all right, let's get to these receivers now. And for the Ravens, it's going to be interesting with Mark Andrews back. It kind of puts everything out of whack. He got injured in week 11, and the team has been fairly different since then. Uh, Isaiah Likely was playing out of his mind. He was going over his uh, receiving props every single week that Mark Andrews didn't play. So that's really interesting to see. He's down to 21 and a half now. So Sully likes, uh, I think Sully's taken Isaiah Likely over 21 and a half receiving yards. He likes that. He also likes Mark Andrews over 34 and a half receiving yards. I would only take one or the other. I wouldn't take both. If you actually have a look on the season, the only week where they the stars aligned and they both, for whatever reason, hit over their receiving props was week nine. And in that game, Zay Flowers did not hit over his receiving props. And I think that something similar to that will happen again. I'm not betting Zay Flowers over 40 and a half receiving yards. Um, I'll stay away from that because 
like I said at the top of the show, Legereus Sneed has been playing really, really well, shutting team, uh, shutting wide receiver ones down. And Odell Beckham has had basically no production since what do we want to say? Like weeks nine through to eleven, he got a, he did in week fourteen as well. But outside of that, I mean, he's been pretty much non-existent for uh, the most part. So I don't see why they would need to fire him up here. I think it's going to be a big Mark Andrews Isaiah likely game. The receiver that I do like, and this is going a bit sneaky now, and it goes against everything I've been saying all year. But Rashad Bateman is getting 20 and a half receiving yards. And Rashad Bateman has had over 20 and a half receiving yards every week since week 12. So that's an area like, just bear in mind when I'm saying this as well, they didn't play week 18 or wild cards. There are two weeks there that you take out, but I'm still, I've still got five weeks of uh, data there. Um, even before then there was a couple of games he missed, but then there was four, five, uh, four straight games where he hit his receiving props as well. So there could be some value to be had there. So that's the other one I really like is Rashad Bateman over 20 and a half receiving yards. You heard it here first. I can't believe I'm saying that. Let's uh, jump now to the Chiefs. And it has to be said, Rasheed Rice, who has gone over his receiving prop line every week since week 12, except for last week, he struggled. Uh, but he still had like he still had a completely fine game and they won that game. So I think they're happy about that. Still had four catches, which he's also had in every single week since week 12 as well, since week 11, sorry. Uh, he's only not hit that prop one time this year. So he's either hit it, he's either, sorry, got it exactly or gone over it every single week, his prop line, except for week nine. It was his one down game. So I see no reason why this would be any different, particularly at the top of the show we mentioned Marlon Humphrey could be uh, questionable, as is Rocky Asin. So this could be a good spot. Um, and then Travis Kelsey has not hit his props at all as far as receptions go outside of the wild card game. So it's kind of like a stay away for me. But having said that, the Ravens have been giving up to the tight end. So hard to say. I'm not putting my eggs in that basket. Same with Marquez Valdez-Gantling. Look, if he catches a pass, good on him. But <laughs> I'm not putting my money on it. And um, as we mentioned, Kadarius Tony's I'm not sure what's happening with him there. So... Let's revise this first ticket. This is, I'm going to give you five legs um, and we'll see how we go. Okay. Lamar Jackson over 65 and a half rushing yards. Justice Hill over 33 and a half rushing yards. Isaiah Pacheco over 60 and a half rushing yards. Rashad Bateman over 20 and a half receiving yards. And Rushy Rice over 60 and a half receiving yards. I like the Chiefs. If you can get them at plus four and a half, I think that that's a great number for them. Um, over under, I think is exactly where it should be. 44 and a half. That sounds perfect. I'm not touching that. So that's where I'm at with that game. Let's jump now to the Detroit Lions who are going to Santa Clara to play the San Francisco 49ers. And uh, I'm a little bit confused. The weather says it's going to be 21 degrees Celsius. That's about what we're getting here in Australia in the middle of summer is about 22, 23 degrees Celsius. And it's the middle of winter, if I'm not mistaken, in uh, Northern California there. So, all right, conditions will be perfect. Let's jump into this game. The 49ers are minus seven at home and the over-under is 52. And I'll bet it is because there's a lot of juiciness to be had in this game. I think the passing is going to be out of this world. We just talked about the weather. It's going to be perfect conditions. It's going to be beautiful conditions, almost summer, spring-like conditions in the middle of winter. So 
Um, injuries to look at. Lions are without Jonah Jackson on their line. That's it. San Francisco is completely healthy, though. Uh, so both teams are looking fairly good. They're in a good spot. Uh, they've both been playing really, really well. I think this is going to be really back and forth this game. It should be really good to see. Let's jump now to the Lions defense, see how their year has gone. Not great, Bob. Um, they have been giving it up to passing quarterbacks every single week since week 12, except for week 13. Sorry, I should, pre- I should rephrase this. The last seven weeks straight, all quarterbacks have hit over all of their passing props, basically. Um, Justin Herbert did it as well in week 10. Uh, Jordan Love did it in week 12 as well. The only quarterbacks who haven't were Derek Carr and Justin Fields. So with that information, do what you will. The other one uh, was Aiden O'Connell as well. So I think this is going to be a great spot for Brock Purdy. Now his lines, all these lines are insane. They're all really, really high. They're the highest they've been for any player throughout the season. But the over-under suggests that it's going to be an absolute shootout. Lions have been pretty good against running backs, though. Um, Unfortunately for them, they do come up against the best running back of all of them, and I'm not worried there. Receiver ones have had complete success since Lions bye week and week nine. The receiver twos have had a lot of success as well. Up until recently, Chris Godden couldn't hit his and Cooper Cup was shut down. Having said that, the Rams were dispersing the ball to other areas of the field as well, and then Tyler Higby got that brutal hit. He was injured. On uh, by Kirby Joseph and then all other tight ends though, outside of that one injury um, have all had a lot of success since week 13. So great spot for George Kittle. Great spot for Brandon Ayuk. Great spot for Brock Purdy. Christian McAfee's great. And Debo Samuel is going to be playing as well. Wow. Okay. Getting to the San Francisco side of the ball, their defense has been pretty um, low key, actually not, Great. A lot of quarterbacks, a lot of props have gone over more than you'd probably expect. Now, Sam Howe had a bad game in week 17. He couldn't hit his. And then last week, Jordan Love in the torrential rain uh, couldn't hit his passing yards. Kyler Murray struggled. But outside of that, a lot of quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts, Geno Smith. Um, trying to think, actually, was that Drew Locke? No, it was Geno Smith. Uh, Lamar in their last game, he went over all of his props. He absolutely destroyed them. So... Uh, and then the re- receivers have had a lot of success. Tight ends have had a bit of success. So, and the pass catching running backs res- for receptions. Uh, so the linebackers for the Niners have struggled against pass catching running backs as far as receptions go and tight ends. And there is a correlation there. So we're going to dive into that. There's a lot of juiciness here. Let's jump to the quarterbacks now. Jared Goff, who has been playing absolutely lights out. I've got him at 242 and a half for the last uh, several weeks. And he's gone over all of those. He is getting 260 passing yards in this game. Um, I'm staying away from that because I think it's a lot, but I would not be surprised if he hits it. Pass attempts at 36 and a half and pass completions are at 23 and a half. And as mentioned with Brock Purdy, he's getting 275 and a half. My gosh, is the best number that you can get for him. That's a lot for a little Brock Brock Purdy, but this is a great spot. The Lions, um, they struggle in a lot of areas, and I don't see why this in a hostile environment on the road will be any different. Um, The 31.5 pass attempts, I'm also slightly interested in betting the under. He's gone over that twice in the last three games that he's played, I realize. But before then, basically since week nine, he just couldn't do it. So 
That could also be a little sneaky one. Same with completions. This is the thing about the 49ers is they take the ball and they take it to the house and uh, therefore they don't actually need to throw the ball a lot. They don't also need to catch the ball a lot. So Purdy is usually pretty good for unders as far as attempts and completions go. Let's jump now to the running backs. Okay, and we'll start off with Jameer Gibbs, one of my fantasy darlings, the leader of my dynasty team at the moment. He's been fantastic this year. What a great pickup he's been. Uh, he didn't hit his rushing props in week 17 or 18, and they were sort of trying, but where he make, where he doesn't hit it in one area, he usually makes it up in the other. So if he doesn't hit rushing, he hits receiving. If he doesn't hit receiving, he hits rushing. It's just the way it is with him. I'm not betting his receiving yards. I think Sully... Let's see what Sully has for him here. Yeah, Jimmy Gibbs over three and a half receptions. No, thank you, Sully. Sorry, bud. Um, two and a half I would be okay with, but three and a half is too rich for me. I'd rather have his receiving yards at 29 and a half. I'm not sure where he's got the three and a half from. I'm looking at his lines and he's usually getting two and a half in most places. So I don't know why he laid three and a half. I'll have to ask him about that. Um, I'm seeing a line for Jameer Gibbs on his rushing of 45 over on uh, points bet. So if you're looking at points bet in Australia or Canada, the 45 and a half rushing line is really, really tasty. Um, I'm going to be laying a lot into that line. Like there's nothing that suggests the Niners are going to be able to stop the run in any capacity like when it comes to these super, super talented running backs. David Montgomery has been utilized less and less. We saw the first half of the season, he was going over all of his lines. The second half, he's going under a lot of them, except for week 15. But basically outside of that, he's gone under all of them. And he's getting 66 and a half rushing yards. You'd almost want to take the under there and the over on Jameer Gibbs. I think it's pretty clear. So Jameer Gibbs over 46 and a half rushing yards. Lock that one in, please. And thank you. Christian McCaffrey is in a very good spot though. So his rushing yards sitting around 80, 85 and a half to 90. That might be a bit rich for my blood. I'm actually going to be looking at his receiving yards, which is sitting between 35 and 40. And that's a lot. But this is Christian McCaffrey. He pretty much does it week in and week out. The, I'm not too scared. It's only ever sat around 25 and a half, his receiving prop line. He usually has a good go at it there as well. He usually is good for about at least four catches as well. So I'm not going to bet four and a half over reception because there's a chance he might go under. But with those four catches, I mean, he usually <laughs> takes them and runs with it. And then same with scrimmage as well. You could pile those together if you're not sure. And scrimmage would probably also be pretty safe. But this is a great spot for Christian McCaffrey. Any way you want to shake it. So my first preference is over 35 and a half receiving yards. My second preference is over 85 and a half rushing yards. And then my third, of course, is the scrimmage because you have to add five yards usually. And we'll finish off with the receivers. So Amon Ra St. Brown has had a really fantastic season. He's been one of the most electric receivers that we've seen come on uh, in recent times. And for a fourth round pick, the Lions have got to be stoked about it. They've got Jamison Williams as well, who has been good. He's been productive. He hasn't necessarily hit over his props, but he's still been fairly productive when the ball has come his way. And then big Sam Laporta, who saw this coming, he's been fantastic. So Armin Ra's getting about 85 and a half receiving yards, 81 receiving yards. Yeah, 85. 
85 and a half receiving yards. It's a lot. It's the most he's had all season, but he has been very consistent. If he can actually get six and a half receptions, I'd go with that because he's had at least six in every game since week 15. So uh, over six and a half receptions is good. If it gets down to 80 and a half receiving, then I'm more likely to take it there. Jamison Williams, at least two catches. He's been good for that every week since week 15 as well. So that's another angle you could look at. He usually has about 40 and a half receiving yards. It's a big number because he usually is more of a downfield threat. And I don't see that happening too much in this game. I don't like him to get to three catches, but the two is a good spot there. And then Sam Laporta, I had mentioned at the top of the show that the 49ers have been giving it up a little bit to the tight ends of all areas. And this is where I think that Sam Laporta could have a really good game. Depends on the injury. I mean, he looked fantastic last week against the Bucks. There was no slowing him down there. But, yeah, this should be an interesting area for him. It's getting about 49.5 receiving yards or four and a half receptions. I personally would probably take the receiving. No, I'd take the receptions. He's hit those more often than not as opposed to the receiving yards. So lean receptions with the tight end, Sam Laporta. And let's finish with the 49ers receiver. So I'm looking at Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, who will play, and George Kittle. Um, I mentioned at the top of the show as well, Brandon Ayuk has got a huge number for his receiving yards. Yeah, it's going to sit around, the lowest you can get is 78. And that's the highest it's been for him all season long. And then similarly with George Kittle, he's getting 60 and a half receiving yards. And that's the most it's been for him as well by a country mile. So these are two really, really high lines. I'm still not afraid of them. I still really like them. I just think Detroit's defense has been that bad. They're playing at home. Purdy's got to hit about 275 for his passing yards, and it's got to go somewhere. I think with Debo being a little bit injured and, like, are they going to rely on Chris Conley? Sure, for, like, one or two catches. Chris McCaffrey will be thrown in there as well. But I still think that this is a really good spot for them to be able to grab one of these you know, quick passes over the middle and then just takes it to the house. Um, so give me George Kittle over 60 and a half receiving and Brandon Ayuk. Oh, gee. If you have to, if you have to, then you can. Uh, also from this game, Sully has Christian McCaffrey over 14 and a half receiving yards for the longest reception. So one catch will be over 14 and a half receiving yards. Given that his line is 35 and a half receiving yards, Yes, that is probably that's a, probably a really good bet that one of those passes is going to go uh, fairly, fairly far. Okay, let's recap this ticket now. So we have Brock Birdie over 274 passing yards. Oh, can't believe it. Jameer Gibbs over 45 and a half rushing yards. Yes, yes, please. Christian McCaffrey over 34 and a half receiving yards. Oh, that's a lot, but okay, we'll do it. Brandon Ayuk over 78 and a half receiving yards. That's a lot. I don't love it, but it's there. And uh, George Kittle over 16 and a half receiving yards. That is a lot, but I do like that. So I'm okay with that line there. So that's going to do it for our conference championship breakdown. Should be some fantastic games. Um, I'm looking forward to watching them. I'm Okay, 49ers. I think I'm taking the 49ers at minus seven. I do think that they can get there, even though I think the Lions will keep it competitive. And the 52 and a half, I like it going over that. I think it would be really cool if it does. Conditions should be good for that. 
Um, if you're still watching this, thank you so much. Please like and subscribe. If you're watching us on YouTube, that really helps us out. And follow us on Instagram, first and foremost, and TikTok and Twitter as well. Wow, how long have I been talking to straight now? I've been talking for 30 minutes straight. <laughs> okay, um, we'll catch you with one last NFL episode. It's going to be our Super Bowl preview. It's also going to come in two weeks because there will be no games next week. So after that, remember, you can still um, check us out with uh, Sully's Hockey and then come early March, so late Feb, early March, I'm going to start doing some shows and we'll get into footy season. It's going to be awesome. I'm really excited for what we're doing. The content's going to roll in. We had a really, really fantastic first year. You'll catch Sully and I next fortnight. Next fortnight, yes. Until then, enjoy the games. Good luck. We'll see you then. Bye.